It's been less than two years since the death of Thai actress Nita Patera Virapong, popularly known as Tangmo. Her death not only devastated her countless fans and the entertainment industry, but also left the nation in shock. The investigation into her death also puzzled many, as it was tainted with lies and greed. Today, we will take a deeper look into the death of Tangmo Nida. Tangmo Nida was born on September 13, 1984, in Bangkok. A few years later, in 1987, her parents, Sophon and Panida, divorced. Her mother Panida reportedly asked Sophon for money in exchange for Tangmo's custody. Sophon agreed, and then the Pyatai District Office ruled that the then five-year-old Tangmo would be handed over to her father. Tangmo and her father became very close. Her father is said to have influenced her entry into show business. Sophon always encouraged Tangmo to engage in various activities when she was young, in an effort to boost her confidence. She got her start in the industry by starring in commercials. Tangmo then took fourth place at the 2002 Miss Teen Thailand pageant. This helped her get roles in various dramas on Channel 7. She was with the broadcaster for 11 years and then became an independent actress. Despite her popularity, Tangmo struggled with mental illness, which she made public. Tangmo was reportedly diagnosed with a depressive disorder at the age of 18 years old. During one interview, Tangmo talked about how she struggled with insomnia and had to take pills repeatedly. This affected her daily life as well as interpersonal relationships. She attempted to take her own life after her ex-fiance Pakin Kamulaisak made a comment about how he was happily single again on a live show. According to her friend, Tangmo sought love constantly, even if it meant she had to trade her life for it. Her mental instability drew mixed reactions online, with some supporting her to get better, while others put her in a bad light. But with the support of her father, friends, and fans, she pulled through. She continued to soar in popularity in the entertainment world, as well as do well in school. Everything was going well until she lost her father to cancer in 2020. She was depressed, but she managed to live on, landing more jobs and working hard. On February 24, 2022. Tangmo and her five friends Katik, Sand, Job, Poor, and Robert traveled to Ramaseven Bridge in Nontaburi from Krungdan Bridge in Bangkok for the night. They rode a speedboat along the Chao Phraya River. Instagram photos and videos show Tangmo enjoying herself as the wind blew through her hair while she had a glass of wine in her hand. It seemed like she was really enjoying the moment. That night, around 11 p.m., local police received a call from the five friends that something happened and they needed assistance. When officers arrived at the scene at around 11:50, they saw that the speedboat was docked. The five friends informed the police that their friend Tangmo, the actress, had fallen into the water, and they couldn't find her. The authorities combed the river, but had to stop their search due to a lack of proper lighting, as well as because of strong currents. Police then tried to contact the five friends, but strangely, all of them were unreachable that night and the following day. 
Police continued their search, and Tang Mo's half-brother, Dayo Stechab, accompanied the search party starting on February 26th. After some 38 hours of search, Dayos was the one who spotted the body of his sister near the Pibulsangkran Pier. The body was badly bloated, with her skin already blue and her face blackened. When Tangmo's body was found, she was wearing a pink bodysuit and a white cloth tied around her waist. News about the discovery of her body spread rapidly, shocking the nation and world. It was devastating news to Tangmo's family, friends, and fans. What happened to her that night? This is what one of Tangmo's five friends told the police. The friend said that the six of them were having a good time when Tangmo had to pee all of a sudden. She went to the back of the boat to do her business. She reportedly held onto the leg of one of her friends, Sand, as she peed as the speedboat was still going quite fast. Suddenly, Robert, who was driving, sped the boat up to eight knots, making Tangmo lose her balance and fall. When this statement was reported on, people didn't buy the seemingly nonsensical story. Tangmo's mother, Panita, insisted that there was no way a big star like her daughter would go to the bathroom in open water. Panita said she felt something dark transpired during the boat ride. She and Tangmo's half-brother, Dayos, demanded a deeper investigation be carried out by authorities. Others on the boat provided similar testimonies, as well as alibis. But while a similar alibi can signify a strong defense, it can also be suspicious. Katik, who was Tangmo's best friend and manager at the same time, stated that the actress refused to wear a life jacket because she wanted to take pictures of herself in her swimsuit. Katik was asked why she didn't help Tangmo when she fell into the water, to which she said she couldn't swim. People quickly refuted the claim by spreading Instagram videos showing her swimming at a pool with her child. Katik also seemed suspiciously insensitive after the accident. In a personal conference held on February 27th, she was asked why she didn't call Tangmo's mother, Panita, to inform her about her daughter's accident. Katik said there would be no reason for Panita to know because she wasn't a scuba diver. Katik also said there would be no reason for her to conspire against Tangmo as her death would cause her to lose her income. She claimed that she was at the scene until 5 a.m., but CCTV footage on the shore showed that Katik was present only until 1 a.m. She then confessed that she took Tangmo's car home and briefly disappeared because she was worried about what had happened. Another friend, Sand, said Tangmo was holding on to her leg, but didn't notice the actress falling into the water because she was preoccupied. But this statement later changed, with San saying that Tangmo briefly held on to her leg when she fell, and San pulled her own leg away to avoid falling into the water herself. San admitted that she thought Tangmo would just find another boat and hitch a ride to catch up with the other friends later. The change in her story was scrutinized by both police and netizens. Police revealed that San called authorities multiple times, but never explained what exactly happened and kept on giving them different locations where Tangmo fell. San's account of what happened changed again. 
During an Instagram live session on March 1st, she said Tang Mo did hold on to her leg as she peed at the back of the boat. San said as Tang Mo was about to stand up, she put her phone down and held on to a seat for support. She said that when she looked back at Tang Mo, she had already stumbled into the water. Sand apparently smiled and laughed while recounting what happened. Instagram live viewers thought this was strange and suspicious, especially considering her friend died just a few days earlier. Police also questioned Poor and Robert, the owner and driver of the speedboat, respectively. Authorities found that both Poor and Robert's speedboat and driver's license were expired. Based on the testimony of a fisherman who was on the river that night, the speedboat that Tang Mo was on was going really fast and taking sharp turns. The Technology Crime Suppression Division later concluded that Robert was driving the speedboat carelessly. In his confession, Robert admitted that he didn't really know how to drive the boat. Panita had her own theories about the death of her daughter. She said she didn't think Tang Mo's death was an accident. Panita theorized that her daughter was being sold to a powerful individual and the trip wasn't just to have fun with her friends. She claimed she received a leaked chat from someone who said Tangmo was being physically and mentally abused on the boat. Netizens also pointed out that a video of the boat ride looked like Tangmo had cried, but this was only speculation. On February 27th, Panita said she was terrorized by an anonymous individual. She said someone left a scribbled book and Metallica album in front of her door, and she took this as a threat. While Panita believed that it was a threat, others believed that they were cryptic codes for where Tangmo died. She wanted to get justice for her daughter's death, but she came under fire on March 4th for allegedly accepting 30 million baht, or around $918,000, from Poor and Robert. In a Channel 3 interview, Panita said the money would be the amount Tangmo would have earned if she lived 30 more years. She also said that she forgave those who were on the boat with her daughter, but denied that this forgiveness was based on money. After this news broke, people started to notice strange things happening to the case. 24 hours after Tangmo's disappearance, her phone was found in Katik's possession. Fans also noticed posts being deleted from Tangmo's Instagram, which they speculate were posts related to the actress swimming, her pet, and others. A chat between Gatik and an unknown man was another strange occurrence that spread around the internet. In the conversation, Gatik seemed to be talking about a lawyer and feeling guilty. Even though the exact details of their conversation were unclear, the police and public started to consider the possibility of foul play in Tangmo's death. People also came up with theories that Gatik was after money. Apparently, Gatik and her small daughter lived with Tangmo, and the actress even adopted Gatik's daughter. Reportedly, Gatik had a huge fight with Tangmo about the future of her job as the actress's manager. If she lost that job, Gatik would lose the pampered life she had. Perhaps Gatik realized that if something were to happen to Tangmo, the celebrity's wealth would fall into the hands of her child, and then undoubtedly to her as well. A memorial ceremony for Tangmo started on March 11th and went on for a couple of days. Gatik was spotted arriving and leaving the ceremony early. 
the four other friends and family. The fact that Panita arrived at the ceremony with Poor and Robert, all of them being friendly to one another, was confusing to some. That chumminess started to raise eyebrows. The case continued to be covered in oddities. CCTV footage from a gas station showed the five friends of Tangmo didn't go straight home after the accident. They seemed to have met with an unknown man there. This footage confirmed the idea that the friends came together to come up with a concrete alibi for all of them. A TikTok user spoke to a boat expert and asked him about the chance of someone being hurt by a propeller if they fell off a boat. The expert explained that if a boat is going fast, anyone that falls off would be left behind quickly and not be injured by the propeller. On the other hand, if the boat is going slowly, anyone that falls off would be pulled under the boat and wounded badly. That means Tangmo would have had multiple wounds instead of one, debunking the speculation that she was cut by the propeller. Earlier, police shared with the public that a big slash wound was found on Tangmo's right thigh. People on the internet took issue with the reenactment of the accident, pointing out that a different speedboat was used. Fans couldn't accept the belief by police that Tangmo's death was an accident and didn't want the perpetrators to get away with what they did. Around 2,000 fans gathered at the headquarters of the Royal Thai Police on March 12th from 10 a.m. They were angry at police statements that said it was a freak accident. Their rally was supported by Thai Prime Minister Payu Chanocha. They demanded another autopsy be carried out, as well as the appointment of a new forensic doctor for the procedure. Dr. Kunying Porintip Rojanansunan was chosen for the task as she was one of the best forensic experts in the country. The second autopsy report was released on March 31, 2022. The exact details of the results were not revealed to the public, but rather a summary. It said that there were no wounds on the face or head. There were strangulation marks around the neck caused by a necklace because the body had bloated. There were no wounds on her back. All her teeth and bones were intact. There were no signs of fracture. There were 22 scratches and small wounds on her legs. And she was examined for genital secretions and her respiratory system. The findings debunked information by an anonymous source that said there was a noticeable wound on Tangmo's head. This was based on leaked CCTV footage that showed what appeared to be a wine bottle being smashed on Tangmo's head. Dr. Kunying also said urine was not found on any of Tangmo's clothing, quashing the claim that she was trying to urinate at the back of the boat. Police faced many dead ends until Gatik came forward on April 4th. She visited the Nuntaburi police quarter to confess that she had been making false statements and wanted to make things right. In a personal conference held later that night, Gatik explained what happened from her point of view. She said she didn't see Tangmo fall because she was sitting quite far from her on the boat. Gatik admitted she heard a scream, but didn't think it was Tangmo. She said all five friends spoke with a lawyer, Pim M, following the incident to create a narrative. Another lawyer, Anucha Prasi, said he was called by M to help the five friends. 
Katik said she urged her other four friends to hurry up and tell the truth. People started to worry that the Nantari police were dishonest in their conduct, as so many legal sources were involved with the cases. On April 12th, Head of Crime Victims Assist Club Acharya reported negligent suspicions against Nantari police to EIC Thailand. Acharya accused the Nantabari police of manipulating evidence and working with the defendant team to raise the evidence, thus making the investigation more difficult. But all this wasn't enough to determine the exact cause of Tangmo's death. There wasn't enough evidence to rule it either a homicide or murder. Therefore, on April 26, 2022, Police Chief Jarapat Pumpichit held a press conference to wrap up its investigation into the death of Tang Monida. All of the evidence in the case, including 88 pieces of physical evidence, 200 videos and footage, and other documents, were shown in a presentation. Jarapat said the case was closed, adding the investigation was completed and there was no need to examine it further. The Provincial Police Region 1 affirmed that they were finally submitting their hard work to the prosecutor to be processed in a legal manner. Poor, Robert, and Sand were charged with making false statements, reckless driving, and throwing trash into the river. They were sentenced to 10 years in prison and a 200,000 baht fine. The sentence for Poor was later reduced to five years and eight months behind bars and a fine of 128,000 baht. And the sentence for Robert was reduced to four years and four months and a 108,000 baht fine. Meanwhile, Job, Katik, and M, their lawyer, were charged with helping others escape penalties and destroying evidence. But this didn't satisfy the people, as they deemed the police to be too laid back in handling the case. People didn't believe that Tangmo accidentally fell, got slashed by the repeller, and was unable to swim for her life. On August 3, 2022, a court granted all of them bail, angering the public even more. Gatik, Job, Robert, Sand, and M were later released to walk free. And most recently, on May 2nd, 2023, Poor and Robert pleaded guilty to their charges. For their confessions, the criminal court granted a 50% reduction in penalty for each of them. The finalized penalty for both suspects is almost three years of imprisonment and a 118,000 bat fine combined. Aside from the two being happy, Panita was also oddly happy with the verdict. Tang Monita's death continues to baffle many. Was it a perfect murder that was covered up? Or was it an accident? No one will ever know. That's all for today. Thanks for watching.